Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Yes, indeedy duty. This is the WCHL podcast. We are back after a small hiatus. I am the commissioner, Christopher Perry, and that guy who you hear breathing heavily into the line, that is Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, say hello to the people. Yo, yo, yo. Andrew, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've been gone. It's I've been, been a while. I've been off doing something. You want to, you want to know what I've been doing? Oh, what have you been out doing? I don't know if you can hear this. <laughs> when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. <laughs> Man, it was mandatory for me to learn how to sing that song. I took a, uh, my wife twisted my arm and we went to Italy for a couple of days. That sounds like a good time right there. Yeah, well, you know, we met with the Pope. I tried to get him to sponsor the WCHL podcast. Um, Francis said he's a big fan. He's the 15th listener. However, um, he he declined to spend any of the church's money on a suboptimal craptastic podcast, he said. He didn't want to have anything to do with the two idiots that run it? Uh, he, he, he invited me to put on some, uh, some altar boy dresses. And, uh, you know, to come down to the little grotto, but, uh, beyond that, I, I had so many comments that just popped up right there. <laughs> I, you know, I'm probably, I need to go to mass now after I, after I just said that, all that. but the, the, he, he respectfully declined to, uh, to be a, a, the exclusive sponsor for the WCHL podcast. Oh, uh, you know, yeah. So what do you, what do you do? Yeah. Next, next stop for me, the PTL club. So, oh boy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Hey, we're back and, uh, we're back at it and, uh, we're glad to be here. So Andrew, thanks for your patience. Yeah. And I, yeah, I certainly hope everybody enjoyed their early Christmas present from you and I oh, what, they, being gone, <laughs> being gone for three weeks. Yep. <laughs> the, 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 the peace and, uh, the peace and quiet for three weeks. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you what, well, yeah, it wasn't three weeks, but Hey, we, it was what two and a half and uh long, we, we interspersed it. We had a nice interview with Missouri state's Tom Winkler in the interim to kind of tide people over. He was uh, kind enough to, uh, to hop on the podcast with us. And that was, uh, I thought that was pretty good to learn a little bit more about coach Winkler. And we hope to, uh, do a little bit more of that here as the semester kind of winds down. We'll get some yeah, players and coaches on. It's fun to kind of hear those guys talk and kind of get to know them a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just to, uh, as opposed to just seeing him, you know, yell and, you know, doing whatever, all the, all the coaching that they do from behind yeah, the bench. Yeah. You yeah, get to find are, out they're real people. They are human after all, right? They are indeed human, which is pretty cool. Andrew, let's get right to it. Let's hop into it because we got a lot of lot of, uh, of uh, area to cover here in a short <laughs> amount of time. We got a lot to do. Uh, we always started off our uh, the these this season of the WCHL podcast with the news and rumors section, and while we were gone, 
most of the rumors became news. Yeah, it's not much news and rumors. Mostly news. It's just news. Uh, we have four new teams in the uh, coming to men's division one in 2024. The ACHA announced that yesterday on Tuesday, November 14th. Um, they are Drury out of Springfield, Missouri, Northern Arizona out of Flagstaff, Arizona, Northwood out of somewhere in Michigan, and Saginaw Valley State out of, I'm going to presume that's Saginaw, Michigan. Yep. Um, let's see here. Uh, Drury is going to play as an independent. Northern Arizona we'll talk about in two seconds. Northwood and Saginaw Valley State are going to join the Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey League. Um, and then let's see, we also had some other conference news. A Minot State, the number one team in the nation, announced that they are going to join Midwest College Hockey, Ooh. the other conference that I oversee. That might be the new A conference now, yeah, huh? It, well, you know what? I've been getting my... Uh, i got to keep this clean. I almost, <laughs> I, I, I almost went E on everybody here. <laughs> I almost kind of have to label this with the big, big red E. I've been getting my chops busted um by a lot of the coaches in the mch by saying we're no longer the b conference and we need a podcast so uh yeah we'll see oh, so they're they not they're not the b conference yep and nope. they need a podcast that's what they're saying that's what they're saying so who knows well, we'll, we'll, we'll see Maybe one of them should take uh, initiative and fire up a podcast. Eh, maybe so. Hey. Maybe, maybe their terrible commissioner might fire something up here in a little while. We'll see. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly. Oh, boy. More suboptimal, craptastic stuff. <laughs> yeah. Stuck listening to it again, right? So the MCH, yeah, we'll, we'll just, uh, I'll, I'll just go through and edit this, and I'll uh, take out WCHL and put in MCH the whole time. <laughs> there you go. When I'm talking about Arizona, I'll talk about Mary. When talking about, uh, you know, Arizona State, I'll talk about Jamestown. When talking about Central Oklahoma, <laughs> it'll be Minot State. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. So, hey, uh, the MCH has gone from seven to ten teams for next season. They've added uh, heavy hitters, big names, yeah. Illinois, Iowa State, and now Minot State, the big fish. The big the big fish. That's right. Three-time, I mean, geez, think about that. Illinois won, has won one national championship, um, and they played for two others. Iowa State has won one championship. They had it vacated, and they've played for two or three others. And Minot State has won three and played for another. So it's not too bad for a little conference up north. Not too bad at all. Yeah, holy smokes. So, and then uh, here in the Western Collegiate League, it was just announced earlier today that San Diego State and Northern Arizona, uh, newly admitted to Men's Division I, um, San Diego State's already here, but they're going to join the Western League. And uh, so we'll have 12 teams in the WCHL starting next season, five on the east side of the conference and seven on the other side. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. Try scheduling for that. I mean, oh, yeah. 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 Better, better you than me. Yeah. Well, it's, it's done and uh, the, the, the team should have their schedules. So. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was fun. So, um, we won't have, I'll, I'll just give you a little heads up. There's only five teams on one side of the conference, which means that there's only five crossovers available to go one way and five come back the other way. So there's, um, there are two teams on the West side that only have one crossover. I think one has a crossover trip to, and one has a crossover trip from, and then there's one team, the newest team, Northern Arizona, that doesn't have any crossovers. They're, all of their games are going to be uh, 
conference games are going to be focused on that division itself. There you go. Yeah, on so, that side of the conference. Yeah, kind of ease them into things because there, yeah. there's going to be a learning curve for those guys. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the welcome to the big boy rings. There you go. Put on your big boy pants because it's it's coming. The nice thing is, hey, they've got. I was talking to a good friend of mine, the mayor of uh, hockey in Arizona, and <laughs> he's out of uh, he's out of Flagstaff, and he sent me some nice pictures earlier today. Um, he, number one, he's excited, uh, but he also. Um, He's uh, he's he's excited for NAU being in men's division one. He's excited for it to being in uh, the WCHL. They're also they have an on campus rink that they're building. Oh and, really? Yeah, and they've got the boards and the glass up. And next is to I guess invest in the uh, compressor and everything else to get it going. But if they wow, right, right now they play in a uh, community facility called the Jay Lively Arena, which is a nice little place, but it's it's a community place and it's little um it 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 has a lot of charm and a lot of atmosphere but it's you know it's like a mountain town rink yeah um and uh this new facility on campus would just be great yeah how about that that'd be cool yeah yeah so we'll see all right i'm sorry for hitting those uh you just heard my little discord going off there so i'll uh (laughs) I'll hit my do not disturb. All right, so there we go. So news, four new teams coming in 2024. There's actually a fifth that's going to come in 2025. Hope College from Men's Division Three is going to move up, but that'll be in 2025. Um, they'll have their own special announcement. They've That's been coming for like a month, and they're just dragging their feet for whatever reason. Yeah, just... Yep, and we're still waiting for the inevitable breakup of the Great Lakes League. The uh, It's it's going to happen. Um the Great Lakes League right now has 10 with the Northwood and Saginaw Valley State. That would be 12. And then six are going to break off to form something called the GL6HL or the GL6HC, something something goofy like that, GL6-something or other. Yeah, so yeah, 12 go to six and leave six hanging out. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, come on, GL6, come up with something snazzy. That sounds like yeah. a barcode or something. <laughs> it sounds like a... Sounds like a cheap foreign car or something. Yeah, so, yeah. well, yeah, it's a serial number. It's not a conference name. Come on. Anyway, so that, there's your news and rumors. We've got uh, some other stuff. Oh, what? The ACHA found themselves um, uh, a new merchandise you know, outfitter. And it's, uh, you know, to quote the who, meet the old boss, the same as the new boss. <laughs> it's uh it's northwest designs and northwest designs for years did all of the acha merchandise at nationals until about 2017 when uh the then leadership decided to uh that that they needed to go something somewhere different and it turned out northwest designs was doing a pretty darn good job for us and paying the acha some good money so uh whoops yeah, yeah, so five years later, they finally came to their senses, and Northwest Designs is back. So, hey, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, here's your token. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, I guess that's it for the news. No more rumors. It's all news. So, I was going to say that was all news right there. Yeah, kind of wild. The uh, Western League expanding, MCH is expanding, and uh, new teams. Drury, it'll be interesting to see how Drury uh, cohabitates with uh, Missouri State in the same building, in the same, <laughs> yeah, and in the same, same town, too. Yeah, same town, same ring. Yeah, that ought to be... That ought to be good, right? Uh, that might be a podcast in and of itself. Well, you never know. Oh, boy. Yeah. 
All right, Andrew, while we were gone, the computer switched from the uh, glorious, glorious, inept uh, coach's <laughs> popularity ranking to the computer. And man, was there a, there's a, there's a whole bunch of changes going on. Uh, shocker, right? Shocker, shocker. And so this is the second week, I believe, second, well, I don't know, maybe this is the third week of the uh, computer. We've, I think we missed two. That's what it is. Yeah, we missed two. We missed uh, November 1st. November 8th. So, uh, anyways, this is the third computer ranking, and things are starting to kind of even out a little bit. Things are kind of settled down. Minot State is still number one, but Central yeah. Oklahoma is number two. Right right on their heels. Right on their heels. Adrian is number three. UNLV from the Western League is uh, number four. And then uh, University of Mary is the number five team in the nation. That was the big, one of the big jumpers when it – when it came yeah, out. how about that? They you went married. from twenty to like number five. How about that? The uh, newcomers and they're already in the top five. Yeah, they're 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 doing well. They they gave Central Oklahoma. We'll talk about it here in a second. But they gave Central Oklahoma their only loss of the season so far. Yes, interesting. So let's see here. I got a piece of ice in my mouth, Andrew. So <laughs> for, forgive me. Oh, caught me with some ice going down the wrong way. All right, so in this most recent computer ranking, in the top 25, we have six WCHL teams in the top 21. Central Oklahoma is number two. UNLV is number four. Arizona is number 10. Arizona State is number 17. Missouri State at 20. And Utah at 21. And then the other four teams from the Western League are in the top 31. I mean, so that's, that's not bad at all. That's not too, uh, not too slouchy, is it? Nope, nope. Oklahoma's number 27. Colorado's 28. Colorado State is number 30. And Grand Canyon is number 31. So with 72 teams in uh, ACHA Men's Division One, I'd say having all 10 of our teams in the top 30, or the, at least the top half, that's a... Uh, that's a feather in our cap. That's not too bad, is it? I will take it. Despite the inept commissioner um, <laughs> in his terrible podcast, uh, the, the conference seems to be doing pretty well. Yeah, it's doing good. You got two of the top five. I mean, what, three of the top ten? That's so right. That's, yep. Yeah, not too shabby. Five of the top 20. So, I mean, that's 25% comes from one conference. So, I'll, I'll yeah. take it. Yeah, not not too shabby. The computer also, uh, you know, when you when you – we we published it on the ACHA Twitter account. It gets sent out uh, separately via email to all the coaches. But the computer poll, you know, does all the teams one through seventy two, and um, then it we also do an aggregation of uh, by conference. You know, so you see the strength of each conference. Right. And not surprisingly, Andrew, the Western Collegiate Hockey League is the number one conference in ACHA Men's Division One, and it's not even close. I was going to say, by a landslide right now. That's right. The average ranking in the WCHL is 19. Next closest is Independent, and their, their average ranking is 27.4. The, uh, yeah. The, uh, and it probably wouldn't, well, because they got 1, 8, 9, 11, 19, and then it drops all the way down to 45 through 56. Yeah. Is the, is the other Independent. So, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, really – one through 11 is what's bolstering that number, right? That's exactly right. And, um, I mean, that, that just goes to show though, the, the fact that our, our, uh, you know, in the Western collegiate league, the highest rank is number two, the lowest is 31. The, you know, the, the, the lowest in 
most every other conference or even the independence the is like 46 i, I shouldn't say the 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 highest low if you will is number 46 yeah. so that's it just goes to show the wchl is um right now far and away the uh the strongest conference uh in yeah, Men's Division doing, one. doing all right yeah, so uh, let's conferences, WCHL in first place, Independence are in second place, Eastern States League with uh, Niagara, Pitt, Stony Brook, that's in third place at 28.6, that's their average. The B Conference, Midwest College Hockey, is surprisingly, in, uh, to, to their commissioner's credit, it's, uh, it's a pretty strong little conference. 33.4 is their average ranking. And they're literally number four out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Four out of nine. So for a conference that's only three or four years old. They're um, they're hanging in there. Yeah, they're doing pretty good. After that, it's Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey League. Um, Then the whack at 41.9. Great Lakes League is 37.5. Eastern, that terrible uh, Philadelphia League is ECHA. (laughs) That's 45.6. The terrible Pittsburgh League is fifty one point nine, and then the terrible New York League is fifty five point three. So <laughs> they they get so mad at you for saying that, but it's so true. <laughs> I I probably need to wear a disguise when I go to the meetings. Uh, <laughs> I, I, the terrible this, I'm like, oh jeez, that's great. Oh boy, call it like you see it though, right? Yeah, well, no. Hey, the the beauty, other than the Pope and eleven people in Springfield, Missouri, nobody listens to this podcast, Andrew. That's so, right. I mean, hey, that's right. We can say what we want. <laughs> well, within reason. I don't want to put an E on this. So uh, yeah, geez, yeah. Calm yourself down, there, big boy. That's right. All right, I'm going to hit a button or two uh, really quick. Let's hear a couple of horns. We're going to come back and Andrew. Let's uh, we'll, let's talk about all the games that we missed since our last podcast. Sounds great to me. Here we go. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. All righty. Chance, we're going to do that hockey. Andrew, while we were gone, we missed, while I was gone, we uh, missed three weekends worth of games. Uh, we missed a plethora of games, didn't we? Yes. And so instead of going through all, the, all of the games, because we'd be here all day. And nobody oh. wants to listen to us. Nobody wants to listen to us anyways. No. So nobody no. wants to listen to us talk game by game. We're, we're doing good to get an hour out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go through it by team and uh, what the teams did uh, over the period that we missed and uh, what the results were and, and just your general impressions. Sounds good to me. Let's, let's do it. Let's go alphabetically. Arizona uh, played one, two. They played six games in the uh, time that we missed. They had two wins, three losses, and one overtime loss. They lost two games to UNLV. They had an overtime loss to Oklahoma, and they beat Oklahoma in regulation. And then they split with Arizona State at Arizona State. So yep. beat them three to one, lost four to two. What do you think about uh, U of A going two wins, three losses, and an overtime loss? You know, that's not just you know first impression. That's not bad. You know, playing UNLV, OU, and Arizona State, yeah, back to back to back like that. You know, basically going what? I'm gonna call that what? Five hundred going two, three, and one like that. Yep. So. Not a bad little stretch, I don't think, for those guys. No, I don't think so. I mean, I playing number four um, and then playing number 17, and then at the time Oklahoma was like 22 or 23, something like that. So, yeah, um, yeah they're probably kicking themselves that they lost that overtime game uh, to Oklahoma at, at home. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
but still, I mean, it's not that's not a bad little stretch right there. That's because that's a, those are three tough opponents right there. So well, and and we know that Arizona at this heck, I saw a thing the other day where they had the PBR rodeo folks in the Tucson arena. Yeah. So you know, just from a logistical standpoint, what that means that means they had no ice in Tucson. Yeah. So they're so, not skating. Yeah, they're not skating. So to go uh, two, three, and one uh on that six week period i'm sure they would you know knowing coach berman i know he wants it better than that but yeah that's that's not too shabby especially um you know arch rivals in asu rivals in unlv and yeah you know an up-and-coming team a decent little team that's trying to find themselves in oklahoma so yeah that's that's a tough little stretch and yeah going Going two and three like that, nothing nothing to hang your hat at all. Well, let's talk about Arizona State because they probably were a little bit down on their dauber. In the same oh. same period, they had one win, four losses, and an overtime loss. They got uh, swept by Utah in regulation and overtime. Then they got swept by Colorado State oh. in two games at home. And then they got swept, or uh, then they split with uh, Arizona, their arch rival. Uh, so they lost five games, and then they finally won yeah. the, the last of the six that's, games. That was going to say, that's what stuck out, is they, they went on a five-game skid. Yeah. And then finally in that sixth game got something figured out, right? You know, it's kind of a make-or-break type thing. You wonder if had they, you know, it's good to see them arrest that skid. It was good to see them stop that skid. But um, you got to wonder, you know, what would have happened had they gone 0 for 6? Yeah, <laughs> is that is that is the season over? Um, is it not over? And and it's it was big, I think, for them to get that W to you know reverse things against their arch rival Arizona. Yeah, that's a big win for them, um, especially coming off five game skid like that, right? Yeah, they, uh, yeah. But boy, losing yeah. two to Colorado State and you know the Utah games were three to one and four to three in overtime loss. So you know they you can argue that. You know, they were close there with Utah, but um, the Colorado yeah. State thing is just – Colorado State, you know, is, is kind of a weird – it's just a weird little team because, you know, they're hot and cold. We'll talk about them in a second, but uh, yeah. that had to be frustrating for ASU and Coach Klein. But it's it's one of those things that – and, you know, we've talked about it and beat it up a lot. You know, Colorado State, they just grind at you, right? So, you know, you got to be ready for them. Yep, and ASU. Uh, so ASU goes one four and one on the uh, six game stretch. Um, Central Oklahoma has the uh, mirror image, the mirror opposite of that. They went five and one through the same period. Yeah, kind of a surprise. Uh, one loss there. They lost. Uh, they split with the University of Mary. Mary came down to. Here, here's the nice thing: all those games were at home in Edmond for UCO. Um, but they split with Mary. They beat Mary three to nothing, and then lost the next night four to two. And yeah. Then they thumped Maryville a couple of times, and then they thumped uh, Missouri State a couple of times. Yeah, it's you know the Mary scores is what kind of sticks out to me. You know, three nothing and two four. Yeah, those are those are tight little games. You know, good games. And with Mary, now that we're looking at the computer, uh, oh, Central Oklahoma number two, Mary number five. That's, uh, I mean, those are semifinal type games right there. Yes, yes, 100% they are. So uh, good for Central Oklahoma. They're 13-1 and 0 on the season. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that. And those are pretty good. I mean, just think about it. Mary, number five, they split with. Maryville, they swept number nine. And, I, you know, it's 6-2, 3-1. But I, I would argue those games weren't even close. 
Um, and then Missouri State, 3 nothing and 8-4. to four. Um, You know, so that's number 5, number 9, and number 20 that they took care of. Yeah, and they usually play pretty tight with uh, Missouri State. So, you know, getting them 8-4, it's kind of surprising as well, right? Shutting them out, yeah. And it was, it was they pulled away late because it was a, I saw that last game and it was, um, it was kind of a back and forth. It was like 4-3 to three after the first period. So they pulled away late in the uh, in the game on that one. So uh, okay, so Central Oklahoma goes five and one. Uh, Colorado now Colorado. I got to admit, Adrian, <laughs> as a as a slacker myself, you know, as a as a um, desperate, you know, I want to get the most by doing the least, right? <laughs> yep, that's that's terrible, and it's not true, but. Um, or else we wouldn't be doing this podcast. Uh, but Colorado, I think, has it down. In the three weeks that we were gone, Colorado played two games. Boom! Yeah, so they were uh, they're they're taking a nice relaxed. Um, nah, they're, they're just watching Coach Prime up there, so <laughs> they'll get in gear after football season. Oh, hey, let's hope so. But they went one and one on the season. Uh, on the season, geez, they went one and one on the time while we were away. Um, it was this past week and they went to Utah and lost by, uh, two goals to in the first game. And then they came back and they pounded Utah five to two. Yeah. So Colorado, I think is, uh, they've got it right in terms of their scheduling philosophy and their, uh, their, their, uh, what, what would you call that? Your, uh. uh, I'm, 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 I'm I'm at a loss for words, but they're, uh. It's just you know how eager they want to be to uh, to get things going. We have there, Andrew. There are teams that have played six games in three weeks. Yeah, and these guys played two. <laughs> these guys <have> played two. <laughs> yeah, we're just going around having a good time. Yeah, they're having a good time. Lots of studying. Lots of coach prime. You know. There you go. Living it up. Colorado State went on the road twice. They went down to Arizona State and swept Arizona State, and then uh, two weeks later. They went on the road to San Diego State and got smoked. Yeah, what's up with that? Jekyll and Hyde, Colorado State, what are you doing? Yeah, you go in and take care of the tough Arizona State team, right? Yep. And then you go to the beach and and you get it handed to you. I like, think that's what? exactly it. They went to the beach. They weren't uh they weren't hanging yeah. around. Like what in the world? They were number 19 after sweeping Arizona State. I saw where the computer had them up to number 19. And after getting smoked by, uh, they lost four to three to San Diego State the first night, and then six to two the next. Yeah, night. That's, ugh, yeah. So that's why they're number thirty now. They they dropped all the way from nineteen to thirty. How about that? They, uh, ouch. Yeah, ouch is right. Oof. So. Uh, hey, they've uh, hopefully they'll get it together here pretty quick. They've got some. Uh, they've got a decent little uh, uh, matchup coming up, but yeah, that's that's just so puzzling. I think that was in talk since I've since I returned from Italy. Um, I get asked that question the most. What is up with Colorado State? How can they go and they beat ASU in ASU and beat them handily? I mean, yeah, you know, four to three, five to three, and CSU controlled most of those games. Uh, I, I mean the four to three game, and the, they're both close scores. But I mean, CSU won those games. It wasn't like ASU gave them away, right? But how do you do that? And then two weeks later, you just go and totally, you know, dump the, in the bed. Yeah, that's, at San Diego. Yeah, that, that's a little mind boggling. It's right? just puzzling, and that's that's the question I've been getting. So, uh, 
Anyways, we'll we'll see what they do uh, coming up. So they they go two and two on the uh, three week period. Grand Canyon goes four wins and one loss in the uh, in the three weeks that we were gone. How about that? They go on the road at Oregon and they sweep the Ducks. They take care of Oklahoma on a Thursday night before Oklahoma plays uh, Arizona. So um, they take care of them, and then they absolutely kick the ever-loving snot out of Missouri State 6-1, to one, and then they get the snot kicked out of them the very next day, 6 nothing. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Jeez. They, uh, yeah. That's, I mean, you know, that's that's a tough little stretch for those guys. I mean. Well, hey, traveling, just think about it. I mean, you got to travel up to, you know, Nowhereville, Oregon. Yeah. To go take on those turkeys. Uh, I ducks okay but turkeys um jokers whatever you want to call them and then they come home to get three against uh oklahoma one, a, a thursday night game one off against oklahoma and then they get two with missouri state um and they take care of business it's um i guess it's just the dis- it's not it's not that they lost it's the disparity in the scores yeah six yeah, to one and then zero six the next day it's like whoa what what a yeah. yo-yo boomerang but we, we know the old WCHL weekends go. You know, that third game is kind of a crapshoot, right? Huh. The uh, the good do- the good old days. The good old days. The uh, You know, you, you, get, you play a team like Oklahoma, and then you play a game against Missouri State. So, you know, it's, those are tough games, and then you have to come follow it up with a third, right? So, I, yeah. that that's not as shocking as some of these other losses that are on here. All right, all right. Let's see, that's why you're a hockey guy and I'm not. So I, because you, I, you get that kind of stuff. I don't. Yeah, I've been accused of that a time or two, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Missouri State, uh, they kept busy while we were gone, uh, they and they stayed uh, even. Two, three wins, three losses. Nothing wrong with that. Swept Oklahoma in a pair of games in Springfield. They split at, at Grand Canyon that we just talked about, and then they came down to Oklahoma to play UCO, and they got smoked by UCO. Yeah, they did. So uh, yeah. not not bad. Not bad, not bad. The uh, again, t- good little stretch of games there for Missouri State. So, you know, going five hundred, nothing wrong with that. Nice thing is, um, with them being on the road for two out of those three weekends, that means that uh, they're going to get a lot of games at home coming up here at the on the other side of the schedule. Yeah, that, and that's huge, right? Yeah, yeah. They're they're. It's tough to play at the Jordan Valley Ice Park. So yes, uh, UCO got them in Edmond. Maybe uh, Missouri State will be laying in wait when uh, UCO has to come up to Spring Vegas. Um, and you know, OU, uh, you know, OU found out how difficult it was to play at spring Vegas. <laughs> yeah, they did. So yeah. Cause those games, it was six to one and five to three. And that five to three game wasn't even, uh, wasn't I, watched, even. I watched a little bit of it. You realize <sighs> the, the funky thing, Andrew, What's that? seven, the, the time difference in Italy was seven hours. So there would be times when I would like wake up at six in the morning. Yeah. And there'd and be a hockey game on a hockey game would be just ending. It, it, it was nice. crazy. It was crazy. So, um, UNLV was a couple of those hockey games because they, uh, you know, over the this the three weekends that we missed, they went four and oh, they had uh, swept University of Arizona, and then they went to uh, oh, and then San Diego State came to them, and they swept uh, San Diego State and just absolutely smoked the Aztecs. Yeah, they did six one and eight to one. Yeah, yeah, they they laid it to them. Yeah, but UNLV, I mean, they're 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 chugging right along, just like Central Oklahoma, having another good season and uh, yeah. yeah, taking care of business. 
Yep, but hey, the close games with U of A, so you know that's a that's a good good on U of A for uh, hanging in there tight, right? And the, yeah, and those were games in Vegas, which means that uh, Vegas has to come down to U of A later on in the season. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, just watch out; that might be a snake in the grass, right? Yeah, it could be, could be. They had that. That was a Thursday Friday affair because they had some rink issues, um, and then yeah, San Diego State. You know, welcome, welcome to the Western Collegiate League. This is what you can expect: six to one, eight <laughs> yeah. to one. Just, yeah, the week in, week out. Here you go. And they, they're going to sit there and go, "Hey, that's fine. We you, you kicked us with the UNLV, but we got you. We bit you back with uh, Colorado State." So uh, yeah, Oklahoma uh, played five games in the uh, three weekends that we were gone. They lost. Uh, they went. Um, uh, they had one overtime win and then four losses. Yeah, I know. They got swept by Missouri State, six to one and five to three. They lost at Grand Canyon on that Thursday affair, five to two. And then they uh eked out an overtime win against Arizona, and then they lost the next day uh four to two to Arizona. So Yeah, probably probably not the results those guys were looking for, right? Not the results, but hey, in their defense, those are five games all played on the road. So yeah. at Missouri yeah. State, at Grand Canyon, at Arizona. So, um, you know, th- that, maybe they get some home cooking, too, once they settle down. That's a uh, that's a tough little stretch with those teams as well, right? Yeah, well, like you said, the three games in three days. So, hey, good on them for uh, getting that victory, the, uh, the overtime yeah. victory. That was kind of wild. Yeah. Uh, if I remember right, I think it was like number 25. Um, how maybe i'm I'm wrong I mean, i'm probably reading that wrong who scored the winning goal i thought it was uh kind of surprising that uh, uh that, that they got it but uh hey good for them they had to play both of those games uh the oklahoma at arizona games they were both at one o'clock in the afternoon oh because of the ahl rules that's right because of the roadrunners coming in uh, later in the night so that that was tough on Oklahoma because they played Thursday night up in Phoenix against Green Canyon. Then they had to turn around less than twenty four hours later and play, play another one at Arizona, and that's the game they won. <laughs> so, How about that? Yeah, crazy, crazy. Hey, and then let's round it out. Utah um, played five game, uh, four games. They had two wins, an overtime win, and a loss in regulation. They yeah, a good little stretch right there. Good for them. And again, um. Uh, two of them were on the road. They went down to Tempe and they swept uh, Arizona State three to one, and then four to three in overtime. The puzzling thing is they hosted Colorado in Salt Lake and they split with Colorado. They beat them five to two, and then they lost five to two. Yeah, that's or no, they beat them five to three. That's what it is. They lost three, lost five two. Yeah, the uh, yeah Colorado. Yeah, the uh, the. The guys that play all the time, they're ready for them. (laughs) (laughs) The guys are just taking a lackadaisical uh, stretch. (laughs) Season long season. We'll a week on, week off. Yeah, we'll we'll get there at the end. They got the they got that old firefighter schedule. One day on, one day off. Yeah, (laughs) one week on, one week off. That's great. All right, so Andrew, give me your assessment. Uh, ten teams. Who had the best uh, stretch for those uh, out of those ten teams during the time we were gone? Who had the worst? I'm going to say UCO had the best, and I'm going to say Oklahoma had the worst. And the uh, why? Why do you say that? Well, you know the uh, UCO five five and one. You know. Split with uh, Mary and then took care of Maryville, Missouri State. 
So tough little, uh, tough little three weekend stretch there. Yeah. And then uh, with Oklahoma, you know, one overtime win and four losses. That's, you know, probably probably could have pulled the split with Missouri State and uh, and made this look a lot better, right? So yeah, okay, all right. So you're you're gonna say Oklahoma had the toughest stretch. Central Oklahoma had the had the best stretch. Yeah, I would say so. I think you can easily argue uh, UNLV and Arizona State. UNLV has the best. They with four straight wins. Yeah. Um, and then Arizona State had the uh, had the toughest simply because they only had one win and then five losses. Yeah, just five in a row, right? Five in a row. Oof. Makes you wonder. That's <laughs> a head scratcher. Well, you know, to, in their defense, and I don't want to, I, I just want to bring this up. There's a lot of distractions in Tempe. Um, <laughs> they, you know, a lot of things that might catch your eye and make you not necessarily think of uh, hockey or ice or much of anything. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> All right, Andrew, let's take another break. We'll come back, talk WCHL standings, and then get some predictions from you. How does that sound? Let's do it. Woohoo! What is uh, slashing? Slashing is um, like that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And um, there's a penalty for that? Yeah. Uh, and for a trip also, you know, oh. like that. And mm-hmm. for hook like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, for spear, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. All bad. Bad. You do that, you go to the box, you know, uh, two minutes by yourself and... You feel shame, you know, mm-hmm. and then you get free. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. All right, Chance, let's do that hockey. Andrew, since we were gone, this was probably the toughest part for me, Andrew. I had to compile and figure out the WCHL standings after yeah, I got that? back. <laughs> How was that? Yeah, that was, it, it's, you know, my my head was mush to begin with. It is much to begin with. Then add in 25 hours of traveling and then trying to do some long division and some, uh, you know, Chinese algebra. You're sitting on the... You're sitting on the airplane with all your shoes and socks on, oh, <laughs> doing all that long division, just using your toes to count. Right? Brutal. Oh, just absolutely brutal. <laughs> hey, after, uh, but after all this stretch of games, um, UNLV still is in the lead of the WCHL with 26 points. They've played 10 games. And uh, and they've but they've got uh, eight wins, one loss, and one uh, overtime win. So yeah, they, yep, they've got twenty six. Yeah, they gave up four points. That might be huge. Could be huge. Arizona has also played ten games. They're in second place with nineteen points. Central Oklahoma is in third place with eighteen points, but they have four games in hand. Yes, they have so. collected a hundred percent of their points. And then uh, Utah is in fourth place with fourteen points after ten games. Missouri State has 12 points. They're in fifth place. Colorado State has 11 points in sixth place. Oklahoma is in seventh place with nine points. Arizona State is in eighth. They have seven points. Colorado is in ninth place. They have six points. And Grand Canyon has four points to round it out. They're in the last spot of the 10-team conference. So, uh, yeah, let's see here. What's the difference? Four times three is 12. Yeah, the four-point difference might make a... uh, with uh, Vegas yeah. and Central Oklahoma, it's gonna yeah. If it comes down the way it has the past couple seasons, right? That those four points are gonna be huge. That's right. So let's see: Nevada, Las Vegas, Arizona, Utah, and Grand Canyon have all played ten conference games. 
Missouri State, Colorado State, Oklahoma, Arizona State, they have played eight games, so they have two games in hand um, on the other four teams. And then Central Oklahoma and Colorado, they've only played six games. Colorado, we should have known, right? They only play every other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should have known. Once a month, Colorado. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, but, so they have four games in hand on on everybody. So, yeah, that could be in- interesting. I think when it, when all is said and done and when uh, things even out, I think we're going to look, it's going to be a UNLV Central Oklahoma uh, race. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what it's shaping up to be again, right? And I'm telling you, sometime later in the season, I don't know when it is, you know, well, I'm going to try to BS it here for a little bit, but um, I don't know when it is. Central Oklahoma goes to uh, UNLV, and that's going to be a huge, huge. That'll be that will probably decide the conference. Yeah, that, that should right. You would think. Here, I'm going to look it up right now. Let's see. WCHL scoreboard. Oh, that's schedule. I, I you know, this. Uh, who designed this ACHA website? <laughs> I'm telling you what, they need to fire that monkey. They, Jeez. Uh, I keep I keep looking. I check like periodically once a week or so. Yeah. For a uh, WCHL app to pop up. <laughs> you know, I need uh, to talk to uh, the, my good friends over at uh, University of Utah because we've only been doing this now for. Oh, geez, two years going around and around and around about it. And yeah. They've got something I, that's pretty sharp. You know what? Here, I'm gonna here, Andrew. You said it. Let's see. Let's see if it's still. Let's see if it still works. I'm just. All right. It does not work. Oh. Uh, for the for those learned listeners for um, WCHL for the WCHL podcast, if you were to go to WCHL hockey, that's that was kind of like the uh, the place in waiting for. Um, that's where we had that's where we had that's where the university of utah folks are helping me build something out um apparently it's not set yet for this season it was set for the past three seasons but that's that was going to be the new uh the new wchl website that i've yeah. everyone thinks i'm just bs when i say oh you got to talk to utah about it well no it's an actual page and it actually did work um, if you click on 2022, 2023 schedule, boom, there it is. And all the uh, scores are right there from, I mean, it's pretty sharp and you can sort it by teams. You can sort it by, I mean, it's, it's slick. Uh, we just hadn't kicked it off, but it's <laughs> anyways. Um, so there you go. I need to get with my good friends at Utah, but let's get back to UNLV and UCO. UCO goes to UNLV Friday and Saturday, January 26th, 27th. At the end of January, that's going to be monstrous. Yeah, those will be good hockey games right there. Yeah, that's 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 going to be a monstrous, monstrous, monstrous series. So, all right, hey Andrew. Speaking of monster series, we've got a lot of games coming up, and we're back in the prediction business, Andrew. Oh boy, that's you. That's you. you oh your, boy, you get your prognosticator hat on. I did. I did. We've got one, two, three. We've got three conference series. All, all ten teams are in action this weekend, including Colorado. Including Colorado. Surprisingly, including Colorado. <laughs> it must be a new month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you what. And let's start there. Missouri State goes on the road, um, fresh off getting uh, drubbed at UCO. They go back on the road. They're at Colorado. I am gonna say. Uh, I'm going to say Missouri State's going to take care of business on the road. Ooh, Missouri State sweep. Missouri State, I think, has a has a sneaky good team. Kind of in the same vein as Colorado State. 
Yeah. Um, I think they've got a sneaky good team, so I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. Uh, I won't be surprised if they split, but uh, yeah, Missouri State, I think, is a little bit – we expected them after Coach Law to uh, left to kind of take a, a hit and kind of recover, and they really haven't. If anything, they've shifted in into another gear, and yep. they're playing. Uh, you know, this past weekend's results aside, I think they're playing pretty well. I would I would agree with that. All right, so Andrew says the Ice Bears are going to sweep the Buffs in Coach Prime territory. <laughs> Arizona is going to go up to play at Salt Lake. Now that's an Olympic size sheet up there in Salt Lake and you're in the mountains, Arizona at altitude against on, on big ice against Utah. What do you think, Andrew? I'm calling a split A split. Ooh, I like it. Oklahoma, Andrew's former team, the Oklahoma Sooners is going to the, my favorite town in all of the world, Fort Collins, Colorado to take on, the uh, the Rams, we talked about how tough it is that the Rams are, but they've been kind of psycho, you know, Jekyll and Hyde. Um, what do you think? Oklahoma at CSU. The uh, These two teams always play tight. I'm calling a split. I'm going to recommend that the Oklahoma Sooners uh, find their way to Big Al's Burgers. <laughs> I think it's on, I don't know, it's in, it's in uh, Old Town. Get yourself the 60-40. <laughs> um, it's a uh, 60% bacon, 40%, uh, 40% hamburger. Uh, they've got the world's best fries in there. Go get yourself, uh, go get yourself a good 60, 40 burger at big Al's. I think it's uh, big Al's it's, and they've got a great place right next door called Comet chicken, uh, which is like the chicken strip, uh, place better than raising canes, almost as good as Chick-fil-A. I mean, if they need restaurant recommendations in the fort, um, geez, how about this? Stay away from Crazy Carl's for pizza. I'm not a fan of Crazy Carl's. Um, um let's see. Uh, God, God, I'm just trying to JP Doe, PD Doe. I forget the name. DP Doe. That's the name of it. Late night pizza joint. I, I and I like you know me. I like uh, sandwiches. I'm I'm a big sandwich yeah. kind of guy. Late night sandwiches in the in the fort at the Silver Mine. So, the, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the uh, 60-40 is not conducive to uh, winning hockey games. It's it's, it, But it's conducive to many stops on the way home on the bus. Oh, I was going to say it's conducive to one thing for sure. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's all. I'm, it, isn't it funny, Andrew, that the one thing that I know about in Fort Collins is food? <laughs> yeah right oh boy the food and food and breweries right i'm telling you food and breweries you, you know what here we go an aside a quick aside those, <laughs> those are the those are the wchl conference games andrew says arizona state is arizona is going to split with at utah oklahoma will split at colorado state missouri state will sweep colorado yep. quick aside thanksgiving is coming up cam the ram is coming home oh boy yes what do you think i've done uh, what, what what do you think I, I told Cam the Ram? Oh, she needs to stop by uh, New Belgium Brewery and bring a case of uh, Fat Tire home. Uh, well, I can get Fat Tire here in Oklahoma now. So, no, she needs to stop by Odell Brewery, and she needs to bring me two. She needs to bring me a, a, a case of Lagerado <laughs> and a case. They have some new uh, Blackberry type thing, Blackberry Ugh. Sour or something like that. 
I told her to bring me a sixer of that. So I told her that's the price of admission for Thanksgiving. There you go. Beer for her dear old fat dad. (laughs) There you go. Oh, God love her. We'll see if she comes through. (laughs) Otherwise, Andrew, she's coming to your place for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She can come over here. (laughs) Yeah. Her and the in-laws and Aunt Donna, they can all. That's right. uh, Yeah. Yeah. All pile in here and be one one happy family together, right? Along with the three-legged dog. That's right. All right, uh, non-conference games. UNLV and Arizona State are both uh, going to the Chicago Showcase. UNLV is playing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I'll explain why here in a little bit. Uh, Arizona State's playing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. UNLV at the Chicago Showcase. Thursday night, they're playing Illinois State. Friday, they're playing Ohio, Andrew's favorite team. Saturday, they're playing Minot State, the number one team in the nation. Andrew, what do you think? UNLV versus Illinois State, UNLV versus Ohio, UNLV versus Minot. They, uh, I think they beat Illinois State. Yeah. I think they... Here, before you, before you give me the Ohio, know this. Luke Reeve, the star player for Ohio, apparently is injured. Oh. Yeah, that's right. going to see. That's good information. That you'll only get here at the betting forecast at the WCHL podcast. Well, yeah, I was looking. I don't know if that's going to change this one because yeah. I was going to say they they beat Illinois State, okay. they beat Ohio, okay, and then they come up short against Minot. So a win, a win, and a loss. Yeah, so two and one, two and one. All right, Arizona State at the same Chicago showcase. They're going to play Minot State on Friday. They're going to play Ohio on Saturday, and then they're going to play Northern Illinois on Sunday. I'm I'm going kind of the same thing in reverse here. The uh, a loss, a dub, and a dub. Yep, lost to Minot and then beat Ohio and Northern Illinois. Wow, Ohio is going to have a tough run then if they're losing to UNLV and Arizona State. Yeah, they can't. Don't get me started on those guys. <laughs> um, how about this? UNLV is at. This is a little inside. Uh, it's it's a little weird. Um, UNLV is at the Chicago Showcase playing Thursday, Friday, Saturday because they have to be back in Las Vegas on Sunday for the F1, the Formula One race that's Uh, going on there. So they want to go back and watch the race. Well, see, that's what I initially thought. But no, 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 no. The school is requiring them to work the race. I guess the team, as part of their sports club uh, obligations, they have to like man some booth or something like that. At the Formula yeah. One race, yeah. So it's not That's like weird. Yeah, I mean they're going to get to be there and see all the hoopla and the all that yeah. kind of stuff, but they actually have to work. So that's why they're having to hustle back. They play the first game on Saturday, and then they're hopping on a plane. They'll be back in Vegas on Saturday night. Wow, how about that? Yeah, my initial thought though was yours that oh yeah, they, these guys just want to get back for the race. Yeah. No, the yeah. school's making them do something. Wow, interesting. That's kind of goofy interesting yeah all right so there you go a dub a dub and a loss for uh, unlv at the uh at the showcase and then a loss and a dub and a dub for asu that's not bad and two I, and one for both of them that's good and i think that and i think that f1 race is at like 10 o'clock at night <sighs> I, you know I, who the heck knows because it, it's uh the, the, i saw something yeah I, I can't remember um i read something on it it's at like 10 o'clock at night is the start of it because of the just like what you mentioned earlier, the time delay. Okay. Um, because of the uh, European audience. Really. It would make it if they start at like ten o'clock here. It's going to make it morning time over in Europe. 
Isn't that weird? Yeah. Here, you know what? Another inside baseball or useless information, courtesy of the WCHL podcast. I actually have the F1 app on my phone. <laughs> yeah. um, so let's see, what time does the race start? It says 10, United States. 10 p.m. Race, it says tw- my time, it says 12 a.m. Well, that'd be Pacific, so that'd be 12 a.m. here. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. 10 p.m. there. Okay, 12 a.m. our time. Oh, yeah, look at you. Yeah, the look Las at you, Vegas, Brainiac. Yeah, the Las Vegas F1 2023 schedule will be held Saturday, November 18th with a start time of 10 p.m. They have quali- They have a practice run. Hey, Andrew, they have a practice run that starts at 10.30 at night. So that's an 8.30 at night practice run there. Yep. Then they have a practice run. Their second practice is 2 a.m. Central Time, which is midnight there. Then their, that way. Then their third practice is at 10, another 10.30, and they're qualifying, which matters for where they line up on the grid. That's yep. at 2 in the morning, our time, yep. n- midnight there. And that way, because uh, it says right here, that time will, so the 10, 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, yep. that time will make the race time 6 a.m. at F1's home office in the U.K., and 7 a.m. throughout many of the European markets. That's a bunch of baloney. How about that? You know, I was just over there in Europe, and those guys can kick rocks about the F1. So, <laughs> Hey, uh, the last two series uh, that we got to worry about this weekend, Andrew, uh, get your prediction hat back on. Jamestown, a number seven Jamestown is coming in to take on the number two UCO Broncos at the Arctic Edge Ice Arena in beautiful scenic Edmond, Oklahoma. What the, do you think? Uh, the Jimmies versus the Broncos. The uh, the Broncos are on a roll. I'm taking UCO all the way on this one. Ooh, look at you. You're on the Bronco bandwagon. I like it. And then San Diego State, fresh off beating Colorado State, goes to Grand Canyon. Uh, so Lopes, Aztecs. What do you think? You know, you know what, Grand Canyon, they've played well the past three weeks. So I don't see why they're going to stop. So I'm taking Grand Canyon all the way here. I think our podcast friend, number 33, James Cummings, is going to light San Diego State <laughs> up. I hope so. I'm hoping so. All right, so let's recap. Split of Arizona at Utah, a split at Oklahoma at Colorado State, um, sweeps for Grand Canyon, for UCO, and for Missouri State on the road at Colorado. And then UNLV at the and Arizona State at the Chicago Showcase, both you say will go two and one. Yep. With each of them losing their one loss coming to number one, Minot State. All right. Very good. Andrew, look at that. We made it. It's only 54 minutes, and we got through three weeks, three weekends worth of games, <laughs> rankings, standings, and this upcoming week of games. We uh, we blasted that one out, didn't we? I'm telling you what. Now is the best time where we get to talk about uh, a whole lot of BS. So, Andrew, <laughs> uh, a whole lot of garbage. Uh, tell us all about Queen starring Adam Lambert. The uh, Queen starring Adam Lambert was exceptional, I thought. Give me a break. It was good. What was good about it? It was good. The uh, the showmanship. It was it was good. It was a lot of fun. It was it was it was a lot of fun. The uh, Brian <laughs> Brian May can absolutely shred on the guitar. No no doubt about it. Yeah, he's he's still got it. He's what is he seventies? I looked it up. He's like seventy six. The wild thing about Brian May is he is super smart too. So why he keeps uh, playing guitar 
He's a, he's like got a a, a a a PhD in astrophysics. Yes, yes, he's super. Yeah, you can tell he's he's good. He can shred on that thing, and he's having a great time. And uh, you know, when we went down there on that Thursday, at the uh, Texas Rangers baseball team yeah. won the World Series on like Tuesday night, maybe. Oh, boo. The uh, and the final they the final song they did was "We Are the Champions," and he popped up out of the out of the center of the stage, and he had a Texas Rangers jersey on, and and started playing, and they the Texans just about blew the roof off of that place. Really down there, yeah, it was you couldn't even hardly hear the music because the people were so loud. Now was, I, I gotta I gotta ask. Because I did see a video uh, from now you to, to the people that don't know Andrew, you and your wife and your lovely daughter went to go see Queen with Adam Lambert yep. down at the American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas. Yep. Um, and I saw a video, Andrew, where the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders came out during a song. Was that, that was that the show you were at, or was that not at the show you were at? That must have been the Friday night show because they had a Thursday Friday back to back, so that must have been Friday. Uh, apparently, the cheerleaders came out to uh, Fat Bottom Girls oh. and uh, performed on stage. <laughs> nice, yeah, nice. They, uh, I, I had heard uh, somebody that works with my wife maybe went to the uh, Friday concert. And they said it was not as good as what they heard the uh, Thursday concert was. Well, how, why is that? How, why, why do you say I mean, that? Come on, it's. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't there. Are, both of them. The uh, the uh, that's the rumor on the street. The rumor. Well, okay, that's the rumor on the street, courtesy of you, they, since you were at the Thursday they, show. They said the Thursday was the better show. They uh, and it makes sense. I mean, they're seventy six and seventy four. They're old. They can't. They can't perform like that two nights in a row. Did they have stools out there? Did they have to rest and sit on stools? Did someone come out and bring them oxygen? They. Uh, they did not. They did one. So well, let me think here. Um, Brian May did two solos where he did an acoustic thing, and he sat on a stool at the end of the little island stage that goes out into the audience. Right. Yeah. They. Uh, he did some stuff down there, and then he did a. Uh, he did a thing where they raised him up on the raised him up like twenty five feet above the stage, and he played some. I'm gonna say it went like starship type stuff, you know, a lot of a lot of stars and kind of techno-y a little bit, you know, kind of kind of that thing. Okay. And then uh, Roger Taylor came out and tried to. He did a solo where his drum set, him and his drum set, came up out of the bottom of the stage and. Uh, <laughs> you could tell he he didn't he didn't last as long on his solo as what Brian May did. Yeah. So he, you could tell he was you know, he he lasted what, maybe five, six minutes and then and then they moved on. So You know, it's tough to make a living playing drums just beating things um, yeah. with your hands and your feet. So uh uh that's that's I, I get it. I get it. That's a little tougher than just, you know, noodling around on a guitar. So Yeah. It was but it all in all it was a great it was a great concert. All right. All right. But and your daughter loved it. She did. She didn't know quite what to think when it all started. So yeah. she was a little a little taken back by it. But yeah, she she had a good time. Very good. Very good. What was the one song that they played that surprised you? Ooh. 
You know what? The uh, they played, and I and my wife scowls at me every time I say it, but they played that uh, "Love of My Life." Yeah, yeah. I was just you know that's that kind of surprised me because that was kind of Freddie's song, right? And and they Brian May did it, and it's just like, ugh, like okay, like time to move on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, interesting, interesting. All right, <laughs> what do you think of the American Airlines Center as a venue? You know what? It's it's good. That's I think that's what the third. I think you and I've been there down there twice, right? Well, we've been there a few times, and then we've been down low. We were up a little bit higher this time, and you know it's not a bad little venue. One of us has explored the many bathrooms of the uh, American Airlines Center, <laughs> thanks to the Guadalajara. <laughs> oh, is that what it's called? The Guadalajara Revenge. Oh my gosh. Andrew, the reason I bring it up is because uh, even though I just got back from Italy. Ten, glori- ten glorious days there at the at the papal mansion there in Vatican City. Um, me, me and Francis, we were just buddies walking around in our <laughs> yeah. bathrobes and our slippers in the morning. Yeah, you were. You know, eating uh, scones and reading the local Italian paper. <laughs> yeah, you were. Um, this Friday, Andrew, um, I will be at the American Airlines Center. Oh, boy. In Dallas for Mr. Worldwide along with Ricky Ugh. Martin and Enrique Iglesias. Ugh. I know. What what in the world are you going down there for? Well, you know, I love my wife. So uh, <laughs> I, I yes, understand. I she's going to throw herself at Ricky Martin and <laughs> I'm there to retrieve her once she finds out that he's gay. Once <laughs> <laughs> so. she comes once she comes crawling back, right? You'll be like, oh, okay, I'll be like, all right, come back. <laughs> I'll bring you home. Let's go. <laughs> that's right. So yep, that that's what my and, and again, um, you know, my focus on the trip is not so much the event; it's the food. So, oh, what, uh, are, you, what are you what are you hitting up? Oh, uh, well, we we've got a little taco place that we like to go to, and then uh, we've we've got a little breakfast place we like to go to, and then we've got a little Guatemalan place we like to go to. So, well, yeah, it's, it'll be a culinary delight. We did stumble uh, across the little breakfast place down there uh, called Cindy's. Really. Deli, delicatessen, New York style delicatessen. Oh, there you go. Hey, now you're yeah. speaking my language. Rubens. Good little, good little breakfast. Haven't had it for lunch yet, but yeah, they, they make a good little breakfast. All right. All right. So, well, very good. And I will give it to the American Airlines Center. They do have that thing figured out. Yeah. How so? They, they get you in and out. You know, the parking garage on the east side there. Yeah. Wheel in. You pay a whopping 40 bucks to park your car. I've already paid mine. Yeah, you know, escalator down to the ground floor, walk across the street, go in the building, go to your seats, back out to your car, and boom, you're in and you're out. They got it figured out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, that's what I have to look forward to. So yeah, well, I I, I will say my concert is probably going to be better than yours. Well, you never know. You never know. <laughs> You had you you're going to see seventy year old guys, and I'm looking at all the uh, women in the crowd. So, uh, so. <laughs> I'm totally totally oblivious that there's a concert going on. Exactly, I'll be looking at all those hot Latin babes. So, <laughs> my, mine especially. So, uh, all right, Andrew. Anything else uh, of interest that you need to uh, that you want to discuss that you want to bring up? We've we've missed one another. It's been a while. Surely something it's, has come up. It's been a while, but you know what? All I've all I've been doing is working. I had, um, uh, all you've been doing is scheduling quinceaneras, huh? Yeah, working it. I haven't even been doing that. I've been doing other stuff. The uh, Hanging up the mayor's Christmas lights? 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. That's all I've been doing for the past two weeks is Christmas lights. Oh, geez. And that's just yeah. at your house, huh? Oh, I'm I'm sitting here. I've got Christmas lights burning on my house as we speak. Oh, geez. It's Andrew. It's November 15th. Thanksgiving hasn't even gotten here yet. Oh, we got Christmas lights outside. We've got Christmas decor inside. We've got Christmas trees inside already. Yeah, no, I mean, that's so, that's so but, wrong. That's so wrong. But I will get she get my wife gets a pass this year since she is pregnant and uh, going to be giving birth here in the first week or so of December. So yeah, very nice. Yep, get, it, it, get, just like baby Jesus. Ahead of time. Just like baby <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Are you going to name your kid baby Jesus? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, I'm still trying to talk her into letting me place him in the manger scene out that we have out front. There you go. You know, and just leaving him out there for the cars to drive by and see. It'd be like a, a, a real life manger, real life yeah, nativity. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah, that. You know, every, everything else is plastic, you know, but you know, we can take the little plastic doll out and set him down in there. You can and, keep, keep him warm with an electric blanket. Yeah. And you know, just leave him out there and she won't let me do it. Mm. Yeah. I, I think you should name the kid baby Jesus, baby Jesus, <laughs> major, major curse. There you go. That'd be pretty awesome. There you go. Well, one of the highlights of our trip, Andrew, we went and saw a soccer game, an Italian soccer game. Yeah. How was that? At the Olympic Stadium. And it was amazing because the Olympic Stadium seats 65,000 people. They carved out one section of the stadium that had plexiglass on both sides of it. And that was for the opposing fans. No way. So the opposing fans were were basically in this little corral, if you will. <laughs> and Andrew, the the they were nutty. It was we saw it was AS Roma again. They were the home team against Let. I think it's called Lecce. L E C C E. Um. Anyways. The opposing fans were loud. The Lecce fans were loud. They brought flares. <laughs> oh, they, God. I mean, they were doing chants. Everybody on either, you know, just like at a hockey game, people, you know, that plexiglass gives a lot of people a lot, an awful lot of bravery. <laughs> it was there and, for a good reason, right? Yeah. There is, you know, there's people on both sides giving the finger and, you know, who knows what else to the people on the other side of the glass. <laughs> and you know there were a couple of flares thrown over the glass into the into the lecce fans there were a couple of flares <laughs> thrown out from the lecce fans that's great it was wild when lecce scored in the second half to go up one to nothing the entire stadium except for one section went absolutely dead silent <laughs> and that one section was just like at your just queen concert. It. it was lo- it was like your queen concert you were describing. They were just yeah. going absolutely <laughs> knocking futs. I mean, it was just crazy. That's great. And you know, soccer games are two forty-five minute halves. We played ninety minutes, and there's extra time added, and it's still one to nothing, Lecce. And they added five minutes to the to the game, and damned if Rome didn't score the tying goal yeah with like three minutes to go in extra time and all of a sudden you know people are you know the sixty-five thousand other people are now just loving it and they're just like oh thank god we're gonna salvage a point out of this right yeah then lecce comes back no 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 no. roma comes back a minute later scores the winning goal no They, they played they andrew they played 90 minutes of just boring uninspiring football uninspiring soccer 
And then in the last five minutes, something struck and we went from just the absolute lowest of the lows and getting fingers from all these guys <laughs> in the lecce to 65,000 people singing in unison, you know, whatever it is that's basically F you lecce in Italian. <laughs> it was amazing. People, I, Andrew, people I didn't even know. Obviously, I didn't know anybody except for my wife who was there. Yeah. They were coming up and hugging us because everybody <laughs> was so delirious and happy that Rome had turned it around and scored, went from one to nothing down to two to one up. And it was just absolutely wild. That's great. Had a, had a, had a, you know, aside from meeting the Pope and, um, you know, the, getting to spend breakfast with, with, with Francis. Yeah. The, um, the soccer game was, the soccer game was, well, the soccer game was one of many highlights, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was a good time. And then, yeah, tuning in and watching, uh, ACHA hockey in the middle of the freaking night was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Catch a game while you're up taking a pee break at 3 a.m. I'm telling you what, it's it, it was the time difference just really threw me for a loop. Um, but it, yeah, it was wild. You go to bed and like it's you know seven o'clock at night and games are just starting, and then you uh, wake up and games are still going on on the you know on the West Coast. You know UNLV and San Diego State were uh, were still going and. Like, that's crazy what's going on so that's crazy yeah anyways glad to be back in the usa glad to uh glad to you know there's I, I don't know if you've gone overseas but everybody should at least once go overseas because when you come back you're going to be grateful for a lot of what we have right running yeah. water electricity that comes on and off when you flip a switch um you know big big cars um, you know, there's there's a lot to be grateful for. So yeah, yeah, we we lose we lose sight of a lot of things yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. So, but hey, good time and glad to be back. Glad to be back in the grind. Glad to be back here on the WCHL podcast. Oh, it, just like no other, right? Just like no other. Sponsored not by the Vatican. We can proudly say <laughs> he's like you guys are idiots. Don't want anything to do with you. You know, I mean, he he sicked one of those Swiss guards on me. And he, yeah. finally, he finally just said, you know, he gave me the old, uh, you know, it, it wasn't even a, a verbal thing. He just kind of waved me away. And, <laughs> you know, the Swiss guy came with his little, uh, you know, long spear like you see in the Wizard of Oz and hung it down in front of me and kind of just egged me on. And I was like, but Pope, come on. It's not much. Yeah. It's it's, it's only an annual, you know, a couple of thousand dollars to sponsor yeah. a podcast. It's not Yeah, much. we just need a little bit. Yeah, we just need a little. And the Swiss guy was just feeding me on, so. No, no, well. not, not having it, huh? No, no. He he forced me to the gift shop is what he did. He, <laughs> he, he, yeah. he said, before you leave, you know, please stop here at the gift shop. <laughs> so. Anyways, hey, we're glad to be back at the uh, WCHL podcast. Glad we're up and running. Follow us on uh, Twitter at uh, WCHL Pod. Follow the Western Collegiate Hockey League at Western CHL. Andrew is on Twitter at Stickford AM. That's S T I C K F O R D A M. He has lots of pictures of all of his Christmas lights up there and his live baby in a manger. That's coming soon. That's good. And then uh, follow me on Twitter at CJP in OKLA. I'm also on Threads and Blue Sky and other stuff like that. But uh, Twitter at CJP in OKLA. There's some pictures from Italy that might show up there. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate everybody for listening, all 11 listeners in Springfield, the one big listener in the Vatican, and uh, some other folks that are listening around the world. So you want to give us a five-star rating or a thumbs up or give us, you know, tell, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell, uh, tell the people you like, and even tell the people you don't like uh, to, to listen to this painful podcast. That's right. 
So, Andrew, anything else before we get out of here? You know what? I think we have exhausted it at all. A minute or a minute, an hour and 11 minutes in, we have pretty much summed everything up. We, yeah, we have solved all the world's problems right here tonight. We will come back next week with a little recap of the weekend's action from the Chicago Showcase. Uh, we will talk about Thanksgiving food, since that's all I really like to talk about is food. <laughs> I'll probably have a recap of um, either, uh, Andrew, either one of two things is going to happen. It will oh either boy. be I, I, it will either be Ricky Martin is coming home with us for Thanksgiving from the concert, <laughs> or my wife has left me for Ricky Martin. One of those two. Um, we'll find out next week. I will, I'm going to start a pool. So you know, reach out to me via Twitter. Let me know what uh, square you want and how much you're going to put down on that square. <laughs> and we'll have, we'll, I'm going to run a pool. You know, fifty fifty. 50-50. Listen to you, 50-50. <laughs> All of a sudden, we're at Iowa State trying to do a 50-50 raffle. <laughs> Whether my wife is going to bring Ricky Martin home or run away with him. Oh, poor Menudo. I'm telling you what. That's great. Andrew, I'm going to hit a button. Let's get the heck out of here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with me. Here's the button. Let's do it. Let's get out of here. Everybody have a great week. Have fun watching hockey this weekend. And we will catch you on the flip side.